Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the things you don't need to be successful as a real estate investor. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays REI consulting program. Guys, basically, we're here to help. It doesn't matter if you're brand new to this and you just want some help picking and pricing accounting, or you've been at it for a while and you're looking for some help on ways to expand. All you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the consulting tab, walk through the sign up, and then we'll be in touch to help you get started. Happy Monday. Hey, happy Monday. I feel like the case of the Mondays are coming on again. Why? I just felt like I was like, oh shit, what are we supposed to be talking about today? Even though you were reading it to me as I was thinking that. Well, let's try not to make that a repeat. Yeah, I'm going to try not to. My my sleep was jacked last night. I told you, I for some reason, I got my heart rate up before we went to bed, and then I couldn't fall asleep, so I went and had a glass of milk at like... Midnight, fell asleep about 12.30, and then a storm came through about 2.30 and woke me up. I didn't sleep very well last night either, but does milk help you go to... I just a nice little sip of milk, just something cold. It gets me out of the room, moves me out of my bed, and I leave my sheets off, so hopefully it cools it down a little bit, mm. and then I go back and typically into a different spot. Mm. They say that if you, like, you're not, you can't sleep, you should go, like you should get up, walk around your house, and have a glass of water. Interesting. Because it changes your body temperature and like your, your area. And then now you're like thinking, oh, I need to go back to the bed. I'm tired. So you go back to the bed and you go right to sleep. Mm, interesting. We're just learning all sorts of things from this podcast. I'm telling you, it's it's multidimensional around here. It's uh, it's what we strive for. It really is. Yeah. It really is. And I told you about my dream. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Come on, man. I It was such an intense dream. Like I have no, never... No, you're going to... No. <laughs> you can tell us about the intensity, but we're going to leave out some... <laughs> some parts of it like it was it to me it was like one of those things like i i felt like i was in a just in vibe with the crowd and hands were up people were praising the lord and you know and i was on a sermon roll that it was just going to be like i, I felt like i'd been there before i've had several dreams right. in the last like year that have struck me in a way that like this one was one of them well who's to say you didn't cross over into that different dimension i was close i was close yeah. Like I felt There's like <laughs> alternate reality of you out there somewhere who's a preacher. It could be. It could be. I got in trouble one time when I said I wanted to start a church. I got in a lot of trouble for that from my Catholic family. Well, that's just stupid. <laughs> that I wanted to start a church or that I got <laughs> that, in trouble? That you got in trouble. Yeah, apparently it's sacrilegious for me to say that I was going to start a church. Well, their definition of sacrilegious and mine are different. <laughs> I suppose so. But, you know, in a lot of things in life, there's things that you don't really need. And... Real estate investing is there's some of that that goes on that people just get hung up on. They think you gotta have to be successful. Yeah, you said it right when you just said that. They, they get hung up on it mm-hmm. because there's. Well, let's just jump right into it, right? The things that most people get hung up on are: I need an LLC, I need a website, I need all this mm-hmm. stuff right at the beginning mm-hmm. that you don't need. Nope. And as proof, right, Josh? Yeah. Are, you want to? Yeah. Well, so I mean, let's talk. That's just one piece of it. So the website. So many people are like, oh, I can't get this done. I can't get my website done for another couple of weeks. And do you really need a website to be a real estate investor? No. <laughs> no. And and we proved that with Coffee Money. You don't sell those on your real estate your your personal website. You sell them on eBay. You're leveraging a technology out there that's already there. So do you need a personal website? Yeah. Proof of concept. A high class business card. A high paid business card. I mean, it kind of works as the same thing. 
But even if you're doing multiple six-figure and million-dollar deals, you're leveraging brokers. You're leveraging other people. Like, I mean, if you're a house flipper, you're not going onto the MLS and saying, hey, come to my link at justinsellshouses.com. Yeah, so I... I see why people want it, right? Because it gives some validity to who you are. It's a task. It's working in your business. Yeah. Well, I see. It's, you know, some people want it, but do you need it? No, because just because you build a website doesn't mean traffic is going to come to it. <laughs> You're exactly right about right? that. It's just like, I don't know, throwing a business card out in your front lawn doesn't mean people are going to find uh-huh. it and come do business with you, right? No, it's a lot like the business cards that you see at the quick stop that are like on the bulletin yeah. board. Yeah. That's what in that's the virtual version of that is having a website. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I think there's some validity to it. If it meant, you know, I, as long as it's not getting in the way of you doing business, then it's, I guess it's okay. Yeah. Right? But besides that, right. What about like LLC? Or, yeah. Just stop you know. at LLC because that's a great point. I had somebody that was like freaking out, like saying, oh, do I need to set my LLC up first? Do I not? About my first 25 raw land deals in my personal name. So I, was I a real estate investor at that point with 25 deals done? I mean, once you buy one and you flip it, it's, you yeah. became an investor, right? Yeah. You bought it to sell. You're an investor at that point. So technically... You don't even have to sell it to become an investor. Just nope. Buy you it. bought it yeah. with the intent to resell. Yeah. So you didn't need that LLC. And you know, does it provide some protection or allow separation between your personal stuff and that? Yes, when you get to volume. But if you're buying one or two and that's like the end of it for you, I would not spend the money on an LLC unless you knew or you were growing and this was something you're going to continually do doing. Yeah, I had a CPA slash attorney one time actually tell me you shouldn't file and for business, right? LLC or S corp or whatever you're going to do until you're making over forty thousand. Really? Yeah. Did he tell you why forty thousand? Yeah, because the expenses that are involved, which I don't, okay. I don't know what, what all expenses he was talking about, but he said everything that was involved with it. Okay. So, but I think having a business is you know an LLC S corp. Don't yeah. That this is one thing that gets on my nerves too is just automatically assuming you need an LLC and you don't really know if that's what's right for you. Yep. Right. But. Having some kind of entity, do I think it's important at some point? Yeah, I do. But, I mean, it, it makes me feel but, cool. But it doesn't, shouldn't stop you from doing your business, from yeah. doing work, yep, right? buying exa- and selling property. Yeah, you're that's exactly. a, I think that's what we're trying to say here is like everything we're going to talk about are things that are good to have, but they shouldn't be things that stop you from moving forward in your work. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with that statement, just one piece of it. Not necessarily good to have on all of these, okay? Because... Being an agent is one of the topics. Oh, okay. A lot of people believe to be a real estate investor, you need to be an agent as well. And when you take a real estate investor and an agent, most guys that are a full-time real estate investor, they'll hire an agent as, a, as an expendable resource for them, but they're not agents themselves. They don't want to be. They don't want to keep up with the continuing education because they know they do not have to be. They can hire one for 1% to 3%. Yeah. Being a real estate agent is, is expensive. So I, me personally, I don't. It's not an expense financially or time-wise that I want, right? Doing, like you just said, continuing education. Yep. Come on, that's pointless. We get all the education we need out there buying and selling land every day. <laughs> learning learning those yeah. those tricks of the trade and I'm running con- into some new problem. I'm convinced the realtor game, like being a real estate agent, that was just a way that someone wanted an additional way to create money, right? Because it's so expensive to get your license to mm-hmm. learn. And then there's fees with getting your license. And then there's fees because you got to join your local... MLS board, mm-hmm. you got to pay for all this crap. And then a lot of offices, a lot of real estate agent offices you go to, you pay them to work there, right? Yep. They have office desk fees and, and yeah. whatnot. You know, I mean, before you know it, you're spending three, five, ten thousand dollars your first year. You're not even guaranteed to sell anything. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. But most people, the only people, and I'm, I'm blanket statement here and I hate these, but the majority of people in society, the only people involved in real estate that they know are 
real estate agents. Yeah. So they breed more of them. It's the biggest multi-level marketing scam ever. Yeah. Yeah. And you definitely don't need to be an investor. You, you do, do not need to be an agent. If you own the property, you do not need to be an agent to sell it. You only need to be an agent if you want to sell someone else's property. Yeah. And talk about feeling good and trying to meet people and networking. Business cards. <laughs> do you have rural land business cards? Absolutely not. I have Lamuel business cards. Do <laughs> I've never shown them to you, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But it was one of those things that was like, I kind of felt that I needed them when I started going to some REI meetups. Like, I felt like I needed to because everybody was handing their cards. That's the first thing they say to you at an REI meetup is, hey, can I get your contact? You got your business card on you? And so everybody's passing around a card and we're all stroking each other's egos and feeling good because we're real estate investors and you don't need the goddamn thing selling and buying land. I would say, no thanks, it's 2020. No, I don't have one, it's 2020. <laughs> oh. meet, me, meet me 40 years ago, and I'll uh, I'll get you my business card. But that's, you know, the, those are real things. Like, people were like, okay, what do I need to do now for my business? Because our dad started a business, our moms had a business, and they had to get an LLC, and they had to get a website, they had to get a business card to make it all seem real. Yeah, I will, I will say, I knew a guy who had, he had some of those fancy business cards, and they were kind of cool. Like, they were made out of, like, a, titanium like mesh or the, the it was like plexi? A, yeah it was like a plexi carbonite type of deal i mean nice. he, he spent a lot of money on it and he handed them out to a bunch of people and one time i was with him and uh met some guy in a uh, we were headed to his office we were in an elevator mm-hmm. and he just always struck conversations with people and the guy asked him what he did and his pitch was always pull out a card and say i help people create wealth through real estate mm-hmm. as he because he was a syndicator mm-hmm. he'd hand him his card and the guy he was talking to didn't look like anybody right mm-hmm. and so uh Dan was his name. Dan goes, and what do you do? And the guy goes, well, I own this building. Yeah. And then that created a relationship for them. They were able to do a start working deals. together. Right. So at that point, did it, well, <sighs> but do you need that? No, absolutely no, not. you don't need it. Absolutely but that's, not. that's one of those things. It's one of those moments in there because you know, there, you will want to do some high net worth individuals as you start going and you network in some places. So is it good to have something like that? Is it a cheap expense? Yeah. Is it something to keep you from moving forward in your business as a real estate investor? No. If I hear of anyone who doesn't move forward in their real estate business because they were waiting on business cards, I'm <laughs> um, kicking you out of our group. Yeah, we don't have a group. We're a, we're a, we're just a bunch of listeners loving life. No, we have a group, the, the private group, the, the private okay. group. Yeah. So if you're if you have bought the land flipping blueprint and you're in that Facebook group, you heard it from Adam. He is a double black belt. And he's going to karate chop you because you said you can't do a deal because you didn't have a business card. That's right. Okay, y'all have it on record. It is filed. Next thing, tons of cash. Well, yeah, I guess it depends on what kind of hustler and investor you are. You well, definitely, definitely don't need a lot of land for land investing. Well, so I hear from a newer individual, man, I've got to really save up some money before I can become a land investor now. And I'm like, okay, well, how much cash do you have? You know, let's just have a real conversation. Oh, you know, I got about fifteen dollars or $20,000. I just can't do anything with that. What? <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, let's, let's be real. And I'm, this is weird. You talk, we talk about our journey here all the time. You've talked about how and you can. You, I'm going to have you tell you that that number is. First two deals we I bought were three hundred dollars each, and then I had twenty thousand dollars set aside to do this business, and we bought twenty six or twenty seven properties with that money, and took that. And I've told this story many a times. I took an unsecured loan against some of the notes that I took in there, so I essentially seasoned them myself. I say against them. I said, hey, I'm making. $1,400 a month in cash flow. I'm going to take a loan that's $25,000 that's $700 a month. And my terms are going to cover it. And I'm deploying that cash again. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. Did it, is $20,000 a lot more than most people have? Yeah. But we have proven with the coffee money method for 50 bucks, you can buy property. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I can't remember exactly how much I had. It was either a thousand or fifteen hundred, but regardless, who can't take a couple months and you put that together. Yeah. If yeah. you need to go drive an Uber, you can come up with that kind of money. That's that's a great point. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, just go spend a couple weekends, get a side hustle on, get your grind on, and go buy a couple properties. Yeah. And start moving. Yeah. Take all your Uber money and put it into coffee money and now you got Uber coffee money. Uber coffee money. I like it. Next one. Buyers list. I, you know what? I actually saw that on a group the other day. Someone said, I just started mailing. What's some, something I can do to be prepared for when they call back? And someone uh-huh. was like, start getting your, I don't remember the exact quote, but I, it was something along the lines of, start putting ads out, build, building your buyer's list. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, well, there's so much stuff that you could be doing beforehand. Like, just, I, what a waste of time. I, I mean, not a waste of time, but. I, I think, is there value in a buyer's list? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, 100%. That, yeah. This is not to take away from that. Is it going to keep you from being a real estate investor? It's good to start good practices early, but I don't think it's something that stops you from being a real estate investor. Yeah. No, absolutely. Would no, you no, spend no. $250 a month to keep store of your buyer's list? Uh, that's, well, yeah. So, well, let's say on the low end, right? So I, for your CRM or your automatic mail, your software, is that something you need today to become an investor? Oh, we're switching to another thing now. No, yeah. I'm playing off the buyer's list, okay. you know, because some of that stuff, it, it all entered work. So I'm capturing the email. Can you do it with an Excel spreadsheet? Yeah. But as you've talked about in another podcast is you have to follow the compliance when you send out bulk emails like that. So you have yeah. to have the unsubscribe button for unsolicited emails. So yeah. to keep you compliant, do you need that software right off the bat or is there ways to work around it or is there a value add to that? No, I, I actually feel really bad for the people that I hear that they just started this business. They may not have a ton of money. Maybe they got $1,500 or they got $5,000, but all the software that they immediately jump out there and buy oh. that they think they need. Now they've got a business that needs $500,000, $700,000 a month. For a business that they haven't even bought any kind of Dude, you're, land you're, yet. You're preaching to the choir on that one. That one's my one of like my biggest irks is they sit down with somebody who's selling them a software or whatever the program is, and it's got a hook to them for long term, and they don't even know if they're going to like this business or not. Mm-hmm. Our model is so simple that I think it scares people because we're like, yeah, we're going to show you how to find off-market property. We're going to buy it for cheaper and resell it for more. We're going to utilize resources that are already out there. We're not going into, you know, hey, you have to pay us this fee to do this. It's just the pureness and the simplicity of a deal. Find a property cheap, sell it for profit. Find a property cheap, sell it for profit. Yeah, yeah. That to that, me is pure. It's simple. Keep your expenses super low. There's so many things you don't like. There's so many softwares you don't need, right? It's If you're jumping out there month one and you've got a $200 or $300 CRM, then mm-hmm. man, you just wasted. In my opinion, I could be dead wrong. We could be completely wrong, and this maybe someone changed our mind. But I'm telling you right now, I think you're dead wrong for spending that kind of money. <laughs> I've got, I've got two more that, uh, three more that I think you like. Okay, all right. Do you need a copy of Rich Dad Poor Dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, I love sure, this question. Sure, surely that's not. Uh, that's a thing. So, no, like, that's not a thing. I'm going to be a real estate investor. I have got to have a copy of Rich Dad Poor Dad. That's not. A I thing. haven't read the book yet. I can't invest. That's not. A My thing. poor dad hasn't taught me how to buy invest <laughs> investment <laughs> properties. That's not a thing. It, okay, what's the next one? Because that, that one's not a thing. That is a thing. <laughs> Let's talk about it, though, because Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a good book, and it has helped change perspective for a lot of people, but it is not a deal breaker for an investor. No, it's surely not. Okay. <laughs> so next thing, do you need to attend or have a 10X hat? <laughs> Come on. These aren't things. They are things. These, no, like People get things. sucked into the funnel of quick, fast money, and they believe they got a 10 exit. How many new guys have you talked to 
in their strategy call that said, yeah, man, I'm just trying to 10X this year. I have done at least 15. No one is saying they can't do it because they don't have the hat. I know. I'm just looking for something that has the 10X on it. The hat is the thing I see the most with 10X on it. Yeah. Actually, you know, I don't really hear that that much. I see it in places. Obviously, 10X is a very... I use it in one of our hashtags (laughs) on Instagram. Yeah, I don't... No. What what else you got? What's the last one? (laughs) Oh. I went blank now. Do, <laughs> do you need a college degree to be a real estate? Oh, investor? you know what? I actually like that one um, because there's a lot of people that never went to college who get hung up on the fact they never went to college. Yep. Right? And I went to college, but I definitely do not use my college degree, right? Yeah. I don't. I, some of the wealthiest people I know did not go to college, right? Mm-hmm. It's just while there is some value in going to college, if I had kids, I would want them to go. But you sure do not need to go to college to be successful. Yep. No, I agree with that. And that's, I think a lot of people look at what society has told them is the norm and they are surrounded by people that are doing really no better than them. And they're not looking for that success recipe that they see in other people. Cause I, I think about some of the people you just mentioned, I mean, the guy, you guy that comes to mind when you mention who you're talking about there, I think of a guy from McAllen uh-huh. and, I think he defines just pure hustle grind, just going out there, seeing an opportunity and busting his ass and keep compounding and scaling that. Mm-hmm. And that is a trait I think that a lot of people have. And you can talk to somebody within a couple minutes. We talk, I talked to somebody yesterday and he was trying to buy a property from somebody I funded. They found my name somehow and uh, talked to him. And the guy just naturally could negotiate. It's like, okay, this guy, I don't know anything else about him, but I know he understands the concept of a deal and if we could get him the right education to teach him how to find a deal, he's going to flip deal. He's going he's gonna to be able to do this, and it's just going to be something that naturally comes to him. There are so many people out there that just have this natural gift to grow in this industry, and they're scared because it wasn't either they didn't go to school, so they feel like they don't have that confidence piece to it, or it wasn't the thing that they learned about in school. And so now they're like, well, you know, I really spent all my time becoming a doctor, but, you know, I really love land. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing for me is this confidence piece. Change the asset out, the class out. If you're a salesman, you're a salesman. I don't care if you're selling ketchup popsicles or you're selling Lamborghinis. A sell, a, a solid salesman can sell anything. Mm-hmm. Or somebody that knows how to hustle or can see waste or pick up processes, you can put any process in front of them. They're going to pick it apart and run the process from A to Z and make it the most fluid, the most you know speed-oriented, have the most velocity least amount of waste and make it work for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, the college subject is, I don't know, it's such an interesting one, right? Because you can go to trade schools now and the trades are making a lot of money. Oh yeah. Electricians, plumbers, like that's a, that's a really good industry, but then even coding, right? You no longer have to go to college to become a coder because they have all these um, quick schools, the quick schools, like any kind of developer you want to be, you can go to these online six month long schools and they guarantee you a six figure job when you leave. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. So last thing, mm-hmm. I know I said that last one was the last thing, but last thing, you need a fancy watch. I've never heard that one either. Well, I mean, <laughs> you see everybody flexing the rollies and the... Yeah. Back when I worked for, uh, not worked, when I was involved with Nuba Rich, one of the sales guys always used to tell people to look at his watch. He said, look, you want to be like me, man? Look at this. I got this Rolex. Dude, <laughs> it's I'm, proof of funds, baby. Yeah. Proof of funds. <laughs> yeah. Get a good-looking Folex, and no one even know. No. <laughs> I, I stopped wearing a watch about a year and a half ago, two years ago. If you notice, I don't wear a watch here. Unless sometimes when we do interviews, I'll wear one just so I can take it off in the interview and set it on the table just to do that little flex. But, you know, I, it bothers me to wear one now. Well, if I have to sit in front of the computer and type, I don't like to have one on. But if I'm going out, I 
I don't think about it. I, li- I mean, I like watches still. I I like them, but it just my watches got so heavy because <laughs> life got so good being a land investor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, well, we're done with that flex. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I mean, it's so funny to me, some of the same common things that you hear that are hang up people at the very beginning, and we're bringing this to light. We kind of had fun with it, poked for a little fun, but the idea is we don't want you to be hung up with this if you're just starting out. And if you're one of those guys that's scaling your business and you think that, hey, my next level is going to be business cards or you know a new website, we have redone our websites. We have done that in the past to catch up to where our business is because there is a point where there's brand recognition, there is things like that, that you want people to see it and take you serious when they look you up, but it's not something you need to do to get started. Oh. Yeah, Casual Fridays is getting a new website, so uh, it should be up in the next week or two, so make sure you go to our website every day and check to see if there's a new one. And uh, While you're there, though? While you're <laughs> doing that, take an extra second and go to Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube. Give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Wednesday. See you Wednesday, guys.